AEW and WWE on a collision course for the top spot in American professional wrestling. We'll be talking about the hits and misses from WWE SummerSlam weekend this year, as well as our favorite SummerSlam memories of all time, and what's in store for AEW's all-out pay-per-view, as well as this fall's Fox and TNT television debuts. This is Bush and Stone, the world view of wrestling, WVOW on WVOW. Well, SummerSlam has come and SummerSlam has gone. And we have a lot to get to, but for more on what took place in Toronto at SummerSlam, let's take it over to Aaron Stone. <laughs> take it over to me. Right. I watched it live. You didn't get a chance to watch it live, did you? No, most of us in Whitman Creek did not get that opportunity due to a power outage, but uh, I was able to catch it after the, after the fact on the WWE Network. Uh, so SummerSlam, what'd you think? What'd you like? What'd you not like? Well, as you know, as we all know, the summer, uh, WWE landed in Toronto, the 32nd SummerSlam event, as well as NXT the night before. Has it been that many SummerSlams already? 32. Wow. And it was in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. That is Canada. I know they mentioned it a whole bunch of times. It seems like every other match or somebody from Canada wrestling, and they had to point it out so many times. Well, it used to be the the rule of thumb was in order to run professional wrestling television in Canada, you actually there was a rule that you actually had to have so many Canadians on your I think it's actually still a rule with Canadian broadcast. You have to have so many Canadians on your television show in order to run broadcast television in Canada. So I believe that may be a reason why every heart member ever was in WWE for a while. Well, they had plenty of them on SummerSlam, I can tell you that. Absolutely. But uh, SummerSlam, you know, you look at the card, and you had a lot of great matches on the card. Great. You had a lot of big names. A lot of people <laughs> left off SummerSlam. Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, the new, all the tag teams, New yeah. Day especially. One Nakamura. tag team match if you count the pre-show. Right, and that, that was thrown on that morning. Yeah. I mean, uh, Nakamura, The Miz. I mean, even The Undertaker wasn't on there. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. I forgot all about him. Where was he? Yeah. And, but you look at the guys that were on there, and you look at the event overall, I thought it was a good show. I thought it was a great show. I, I thought, you know, a, a B plus. I'm going to say that I felt that it was a good show. However, Extreme Rules last month, to mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. was a far superior show. But... If you look at Extreme Rules, Extreme Rules was the culmination of a lot of feuds mm -hmm. and a lot of stories being wound up and being told. Mm -hmm. Whereas SummerSlam, to me, felt like there was a lot of beginnings. They went back and the Randy Orton, Kofi Kingston story is being told from the past to now. And they're still continuing it as we move along here. It's still going on. And I felt like SummerSlam was more a lot of starts than it was your feud culminations that you used to get. A lot of in-the-middle stuff. Yeah, yeah. All of that's true. And, you know, you and I did our own predictions. We did. Obviously, two of the of the, of the matches on the card, we weren't able to predict because we didn't know they were going to happen. But uh, nine, out, nine wins, one loss. Yeah. And that was the main event. Seth Rollins challenging Brock Lesnar for the title. He beat him. Yeah. Surprising. <laughs> Very surprising, if you ask me. Um, of course, for those that don't know, Paul Heyman is now 
the like head associate in charge of creative for Monday Night Raw, executive director. I yes, if I want to get particular, <laughs> I can't. I think, is that what they call it? I, I assume okay. Eric Bischoff is now in charge of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got two different shows here. They're still kind of sharing talent, but uh, from what I've read, Paul Heyman is not interested in having Brock Lesnar as. The champion. He wants the champion there every week. He does. He does. And to me, I love that. And Seth Rollins winning the title back to me felt like, um, let's just go ahead and get the money in the bank off of Brock. Let's let him get the universal title. Seth will get it back. Uh, we don't know when we'll see Brock again. He could show up next week. He could show up in two two months. You don't know. But – Overall, I felt SummerSlam was a, a good show. I'm, I'm not going to say it was great, uh, but it was better to me than like most SummerSlams. Because yeah. if you go back to like the late 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, like 2010, oh my, that may be the worst SummerSlam in history. There was there were some bad ones. Yeah, there were, and uh, this wasn't one of them. This wasn't a bad no, SummerSlam. no, not at all. Wasn't a great one, but it wasn't a bad one. No, but I'll tell you what was great, and you kind of mentioned it was NXT. NXT TakeOver, and if you haven't watched NXT TakeOver, go out of your way. Go see it. NXT always delivers. I don't think I've ever seen a bad TakeOver. Anytime that they say, hey, we're going to have NXT TakeOver, be prepared because you're going to see a great show. No matter what. No matter what. But that's the history that it has. You had Velveteen Dream with the North American title on the line. He, he, He was taking on, uh, I can't even think the names right now. I had it written down. But that triple threat match was incredible it was a lot of fun it was it, it was great to watch it was fun to watch uh yeah he defended against uh roderick strong roderick strong and pete dunn and pete dunn amazing great stuff and it's three guys from completely different backgrounds roderick strong made his name in the indies yep. he worked a lot in ring of honor uh saw him a lot there now he's in nxt he's a part of undisputed era velveteen dream was a guy who actually came through the tough enough system mm-hmm. and miz put his neck out on the line for velveteen dream saying why are we cutting this guy he's going to be the future and he's proved him right so far mm-hmm. pete dunn is an nxt uk guy wrestles over in england was the second ever and longest reigning nxt uk champion uh so three three different styles because velveteen dreams more of your high flying mm-hmm kind of guy whereas Roderick Strong is going to be more your ground and pound he can actually wrestle Pete Dunn's a joint manipulation British world of sports style kind of worker so I'm looking at this match seeing these three styles meshing and it's like it's great man it was great and you know I'd love the NXT show oh I'd love, I, yeah. I'd loved all of them they're all fun a plus I thought it was great I gotta say the main event though Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole great had the, the, the two out of three falls. Mm-hmm. It was a regular match, then a street fight match, and then they had the they brought the cage down, and all the weapons on it. They had the barbed wire going across the top of yeah. it. It was great. Man, that finish killed it. Yeah, you had a problem with the finish, um, whereas a lot of people I don't think would see that. You had an issue with it. Go ahead and, and let the let the people know what that was. I don't have a problem with them having the table up on top of the cage in the corner. I knew it was going to figure in to some part of the match. Obviously, mm-hmm. doesn't bother me. Didn't bother me them getting up there. What I just don't like that it looked like, to me, they got up there, they fight all this time, they have a great show, they get up on the top, and then it's just, they just dove off onto a table for no reason. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw I saw your point with that, and I said, you know, he makes a, a valid point. 
And again, I'm, but I'm not going to criticize it because the match was so good. Uh, that's one of those. I think if you're going to nitpick, I can see that. Uh, another. Oh, I, I'm not nitpicking. No, no, not at all. I didn't, um, like, I didn't like it. I liked the show overall, and the match was great. That's, yeah. That one thing, I've, it ruined it for me. A lot of people still say it was a great match, and I agree. Okay. Uh, Ring of Honor. They were in Toronto that weekend as well. A lot of a lot of wrestling companies were. They're treating SummerSlam now like a WrestleMania type weekend in the summer. A lot mm-hmm. of a lot of shows on Friday night. Ring of Honor. We'll talk very very briefly about Ring of Honor. Uh, they had a, a decent show. Ring of Honor is really hurting for stars right now. Oh yeah, they're they world champ. Everybody. They haven't. did. They did. Uh, AEW coming around. They they lost AEW. The guys to them, including you know the Young Bucks, Cody. All the elite guys, the Bullet Club members, all gone. New Japan still lends talent. CMLL, which is the company out of Mexico, still lends talent to Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor has their own guys. But uh, they lost the deal with the NWA as well, the NWA. And we're going to talk a little bit about that here in a few minutes. The NWA no longer has the working relationship with Ring of Honor. So that hurt them as well. Uh, All I'll tell you about Ring of Honor's uh, event, it was Summer Supercard. It was great. Great watch. Uh, not my favorite Ring of Honor event, but uh, go watch the ladder war between the Briscoes mm-hmm. and the Gorillas of Destiny, which is uh, Tamatonga and Tonga Leo. Go watch it. Fantastic tag team match. It took the show from a C minus rating to a B minus rating. It was that good. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, I like Matt Taven as champion too. I might be the only <laughs> one, but I like I like him. I like him. If you don't like Matt Taven, sorry. I like the kingdom. I like Matt Taven. But uh, we're going to take our first time out. And we'll be right back after this. We're going to be talking about AEW's big event coming up Labor Day weekend and much, much more. I'm Bush. He's Stone. This is the Worldview of Wrestling on WVOW Radio. The Worldview of Wrestling, WVOW on WVOW. I'm Aaron Stone here with Nathan Bush, and we're back. And we're talking about SummerSlam specifically at the moment, but we're going to be transitioning back into talking about AEW's upcoming all-out event. You know, SummerSlam, you know, we talked about NXT. We talked about some of the good matches on there. SummerSlam, here's the matches to me, the big ones. Of course, Lesnar-Rollins. Yeah. Rollins takes back the title. It was a great story. Yeah. Trish and Charlotte, Trish Stratus, Charlotte Flair, great match, fun match. The right person won. Yeah, by the I way. agree. I'll agree with that. Uh, Flair should have beat her. I know it's her hometown and all that, but, you know, that was the big match. But, you know, the match that I look forward to the most, and it wasn't the best match on the card at all, but to me, the big match, the one that I liked, the one that I looked forward to, mm-hmm. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt returning, rebooting this character. The whole character was just, it's the best gimmick in professional wrestling. Yeah, he would be what we call our winner of the month. Oh, yeah. He wins the month of August, hands down. Uh, People are really excited for what he's doing, and and rightfully so, with everything that he's put together so far. Uh, His um, toys on WWEshop.com, they made Firefly Funhouse toys. Sold out. Out of here. Absolutely sold out. Uh, Bray Wyatt is money. And he's going to print money for WWE. As long as they stick with what this character is doing now, this demented Mr. Rogers, Pee Wee's Playhouse kind of dual personality, I love it. It's great. 
Um, Everything about it was great. His yeah. entrance, all the lantern with the his lantern head. The lantern was amazing. He's, he's carrying his severed head to the ring. Yeah. Was it the lantern? What? what? Yeah, That's awesome. I mean, it, it was great. It was great. So props props to the, the magic men. Used to be Richie Paws in there back in the day. So props to those guys for uh, keeping keeping that alive. But let's go ahead and look at AEW. We've got a lot to get to with them. Obviously, they've got the new TV deal coming up in the fall. Uh, they announced that they'll be on TNT on Wednesday nights. And consequently, NXT will be moving from the WWE Network going from one hour to two hours every Wednesday on Fox Sports 1, right. along with Raw and, or excuse me, along with SmackDown moving to Friday nights. Yes, right. you're right. Tuesday. It's hard to keep them all straight. It is. It's a lot of days. But Friday nights will be SmackDown on Fox. NXT is going live on Wednesdays yeah. on Fox Sports 1. So the Wednesday Night Wars, as they've been dubbed, it's going to be head. the thing. Head to head. AEW, WWE, just like back in the days of WCW, WWF. So now, now AEW will begin on October the 2nd on yes, TNT. Yes. Do we have a start date on the – has that been confirmed about Fox Sports 1? That was confirmed. Okay. Uh, Vince McMahon had said that he will now be completely hands-on with NXT. I heard the groans from everyone listening. I know. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Uh, but we'll see. You know, I got hopes. Because NXT is a great product, and to me it's the best wrestling product out there. It's WWE's developmental system, of all things. But the TV deal is announced there. Also, NWA's got their own TV deal now. We don't know the extent. It hasn't been announced. Billy Corgan, who, yes, you heard me right, Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins, owns the (laughs) NWA. If you'd have told me that in 1995, I'd have been like, who is that? Because I was five years old. But anyway, Billy Corgan, NWA, they now have their own TV deal. They're going to start TV tapings this fall, so nobody knows where their network will be. But, man, wrestling's about to boom. It's We're going to have booming, three companies on television, two on national television for sure. We think the NWA can have a national TV deal. Well, you also got ROH. Ring of Honor's on syndication oh. with Sinclair. Yep. New Japan is on Access TV. Yep. So now's the time to be a wrestling fan. you got to billion-dollar deal to bring SmackDown yeah. to the Fox property. Absolutely. Amazing. It You've is. you got a billionaire that's basically the owner, I guess, of AEW. He is. Tony, Tony Khan. Khan. Yeah. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. A lot of money going on. I mean, you also have not only, the, not only that, the podcasting world. Yeah. They call it, I don't know who, who termed it here or coined it, the golden age of the wrestling podcast. You, you go on there. Hundreds of them. Oh, yeah. Including this one. Including this one. (laughs) But we're smart. We double in both radio and podcasting. There you go. go. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, wrestling wrestling is is slowly going to make that comeback. And I know a lot of people out there who were discontent with what wrestling became in, you know, 2003-ish. That was kind of when wrestling started to fall from grace a little bit. Um, A lot of people are coming back. Because oh, yeah. there's so there's a plethora there's a there's a buffet of wrestling just, and you just, can get whatever you want. Yeah, just SummerSlam weekend alone. Oh yeah, I watched twelve hours of wrestling. Yeah, if you if you're a New Japan fan, the G1 Climax has been going on this whole summer. And if you have New Japan World, I highly recommend you go check it out. Um, Ibushi ended up winning it, so that's another story for another day. He'll probably he'll have the title shot at Wrestle Kingdom at the first of the year. That's another story for another time. But looking at AEW, AEW to me has had a couple of uh, events. You and I watched one together. 
The fight uh, for the fallen. Fight for the fallen, which I thought just dragged. It did. On. It did. Honestly, yeah. and AEW, they're supposed to be the next big thing, and I'm excited for them. Sure, but they really have a lot to live up to because Double or Nothing, the main card of Double or Nothing, fantastic. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Few matches I wasn't too keen on, but Moxley shows up as a surprise there. John Moxley, formerly Dean Ambrose. Um, the match of the night was Cody versus Dustin. I agree. I mean, that maybe that was one of the best wrestling matches I've seen all year, maybe in the past two. It was fantastic. Um, now moving forward, we're looking at All Out, and people have eyes on this company. And I'll be honest with you, their other events that they've ran for free on Bleacher Report Live have been kind of a letdown. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. And you know what? With All Out coming up, All Out, the main card, top of the card. Mm-hmm. AEW, the inaugural world championship, Adam Page, Hangman, Adam Page yeah. versus Chris Jericho. I don't see how Chris Jericho can lose. He this doesn't. Match. I'll tell you how I'll tell you how he loses. He doesn't. You well, gotta put your title on Jericho. You, got you want to. you wanna have that title mean something, it's gotta be on Jericho. In That's my what opinion. they brought him here for was yeah. to be the champion. And that is the busiest title belt I've ever seen. Have you seen it? Oh, do they had pictures out? Yeah, they oh, they, they showed it at um, they, oh, they, they showed did. it Bret at Hart Double or Nothing. Bret Hart came out uh, with it. Yeah, there you it's go. a very busy title belt. Yeah. It's not hideous, big, uh, very big, very busy. But you know, hey, it's not bad. It's not the twenty four seven title. Well, you know, I imagine, especially with AEW taking the pop shots that they've been taking at WWE. Oh yeah, a lot of them too. Oh yeah, they've made it very obvious that these guys are disgruntled former WWE stars, in my opinion, and they're going to be going out here. And they're really trying to stick it to WWE yeah. any way they can. That's why they're upset. They say, oh, this is counter-programming to us. We're on Wednesdays. Who cares? Go ahead and do In my show. opinion, they need to quit worrying about what WWE is doing you. and do their thing. Thank That's you. me. I agree. But let's go ahead and look here at the card for All Out. We both talked about the main event. Adam Page, Chris Jericho. We both think Jericho's going to win. Absolutely. Ten, uh, ten, ten to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think Jericho wins that match as well. Uh, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. I don't care who wins. I just want Moxley to win. Okay. I don't like um, Omega. Never have. I, I'm not crazy. I think Kenny Omega's fantastic talent, but I'm not wild about his character. He's good. He's overrated. Um, I'll, I'll agree. I'll, I'll agree. I'll 100% agree with that, and I can feel the hate mail entering our I don't care entering our inbox right now. If they're sending um, us hate mail, that means we're right. Yeah, I think Kenny Omega wins. <laughs> I think Kenny Omega wins this match. He did the job for Jericho at Double or Nothing, so I think he'll win this match. Um, here's another match that I don't care anything about, but we'll talk about it. The Best Friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta versus The Dark Order, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. The winner receives a first-round bye in the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament. Um, I feel the same way. I don't I mean, care about this match. Chuck Taylor has never made me want to watch wrestling in my life. Trent Beretta... Uh, was a bottom-of-the-card jobber in WWE. Sure, he's a nice guy. He's a better wrestler than me because I'm not a wrestler. Yeah, me too. Uh, the Evil Order, man, they used to be called the Super Smash Brothers until they got copyrighted, so moving on from there. Yeah. Uh, I'll pick the best friends to win that one. Uh, yeah, I'll go that way too because it seems like they're the, the – they don't have the uh, the private party guys on here. Uh, no, what is up we'll that? get to that. Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix versus Young Bucks. Matt and Nick Jackson, a ladder match for the AAA World Tag Team Championships. And uh, they're actually billing this match as Escalara de la Muerta, which is Spanish for ladder match. AAA World Titles on the line. 
Uh, I'm going Lucha Brothers because they've done the honors multiple times for the Bucks now. I would go to that. You know, it, I, I originally thought that this was going to be deciding the AEW tag titles. No. But it's the AAA titles, so I don't see any reason why they would drop their belts. Yeah. And the Young Bucks have yet to lose on AEW to anyone. They even beat yeah. Dustin and Cody. So, time for you boys to take a loss. Uh, Cody will take on Sean Spears, formerly Ty Dillinger, after that brutal chair shot he yeah, gave yeah. him in the, the Darby Allen match. Uh, I believe that was at Fighter Fest. Um, Tully Blanchard will be in Sean Spears' corner. Which I is think interesting. that's the coolest thing ever. Tully Blanchard's great. I love Tully. He, he was yeah, he came he was in Madison at All Star Wrestling uh, yeah. a couple years ago. Great guy. Great to talk to. Super. I think it's really neat because you're, you're tying the whole Dusty Rhodes story and Tully Blanchard. He's oh, now yeah. on his boy. Ah, it's cool. Yeah, uh, it's great. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Sean Spears on this. I'm going Cody. Yeah, I think Cody wins it uh, because Cody, you got stars. You don't have a lot of them. Cody, uh, you, you can't have all your stars lose. I think Moxley's losing. Uh, Page is losing. You got to have Cody, who's a star, win. He has to. Uh, Sean Spears is also marrying Peyton Royce. Good on him. Um, <laughs> Darby Allen, Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc in a three-way match. This is what I like to call. The match that finally killed Jim Cornette. I was going to say the Jim Cornette. Uh, this is Jim Cornette hell. Yes. He hates all three of these men. Uh, he does, but in my <laughs> – you know, I don't have the hate for these guys that he does. Uh, Darby uh, Allen to me, goes over here. I think Allen wins it just because – if for anything, for that jump he did off the top rope and landing on the ring apron back when he wrestled Cody at Fighter Fest. Oh, my God. Goodness, yeah, so that, that, that was brutal. Oh, it made me hurt all over. Yeah, yeah, I think Allen wins. He's the guy that's that's got a little momentum. I think Allen gets it. I'm not a, I, of the three of them. Darby Allen is actually really something to look at when he's doing stuff. If he's just yeah. standing there, he, he's he's not very pleasing to the yeah. eye for anybody to see. I like Jimmy Havoc. I got a soft spot for him. But uh, in the pre-show, we're gonna have another battle royal. This is the like 85th battle royal. It feels like for AW. Yeah. I think it's only their third. But this is going to decide the women's champion. Yeah, that that's pretty cool. Um, not all the participants have been announced yet. Uh, if I'm the guy in charge, I'm putting it on Nyla Rose just to have that big beast become oh, no, your champion. I'm sorry, this is going to decide the winner to face the AEW Women's Championship yeah. at the uh, Premier yes. TNT show. I, I'll say Nyla, I think Nyla Rose should should win this one, but I think they'll go with Britt Baker. I'm picking Nyla Rose, though. I'm going to pick Nyla Rose. All right. Well, but we'll be right back to wrap up the show and talk about our favorite SummerSlam moments. This is Nathan Bush and Aaron Stone, Worldview of Wrestling on WVOW Radio and Logan, the voice of the Coalfields. We're back on WVOW Radio. It's the Worldview of Wrestling. Nathan Bush here with Aaron Stone, my co-host. And each episode, we want to bring back a little bit of wrestling history. And this month, being August, we're going to talk about our favorite SummerSlam moment. This, this month, month in wrestling, wrestling history. history. Well, when I think of SummerSlam, I think of two moments. Number one is 1994, Bret the Hitman Hart, Owen Hart, inside the steel cage for the WWF title. It was the best match on the card. Maybe the best match that year. Probably the best, one of the best matches at WrestleMania that year when they opened the show at WrestleMania 10. Yeah, and they actually got five stars, if you care about that, in the <laughs> Wrestling Observer Newsletter. I don't care about it. We my, do A-plus here. My other SummerSlam moment that I'm going to go with is Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, 1997, the chair shot from Michaels to Taker on the accident 
as Bret Hart spit on him and set up the rest of 1997 into 1998. A huge moment in wrestling history for me. What about you, Mr. Stone? This is not a huge moment in wrestling history, but it's one that I fondly remember. Okay. The spend a night in jail match between the Mountie and the big <laughs> boss man. Oh, what a classic moment. SummerSlam 91, maybe, I think it was. Something like that. I remember Mean Gene uh, plugging it, Mean Gene Oakland. Uh, <laughs> the loser has to spend the night in jail. <laughs> and the Mountie went to the New York City jail. He did. Uh, before we get out of here, we want to introduce to you our Stooge Award. Explain to the, the people what the Stooge Award is, Mr. Stone. If you are in wrestling or noted for wrestling or involved in wrestling and you say or do stuff stupid, then we will make fun of you. There you go. Uh, so this month, our Stooge of the Month <laughs> is Hulk Hogan. The Hulkster, brother. I'll tell you what, brother. I, it, if I came across ABC News here in the studio, and I just laughed. Apparently, there are some police officers in the city of Chicago. They are in trouble in some hot water because they gave Hulk Hogan and the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, a ride. Oh. Jimmy's like the nicest guy in the world, so I'm not going to throw it on him. He's basically the guy that keeps yeah. Hulk Hogan in line. So, Hogan, brother... You are this man. Brother, see what I did there? Well, they got in trouble because they broadcasted it on social media. Hey, baby, this is Jimmy Hart here. Baby, I'm with the Hulkster. And he's like, yeah, we love those Chicago police. Well, <laughs> don't hit your ride with the police, Hulk. That is our Stooge of the Month. And we want to thank you all for listening in to the Worldview of Wrestling here on WVOW. Tell us what your SummerSlam memories are on our Facebook page, yep, The this, Worldview of Wrestling. Yep, Worldview of Wrestling, powered by WVOW Radio. And you can listen to this episode and any more that come out. If you missed it live here on the air, check us out on podcasts and streaming on WVOWradio.com. He's Aaron Stone. I'm Nathan Bush. Out of here. Big boss man, I'll make you walk the line. You better watch out for you serving hard time.